be the story you want to tell is very much a rally cry for we communications and for myself. What I love about it is that it makes you really think about your desired state. What's your story? And then think even harder about what it will take to get there. So can you be courageous? Do you have the grit, the perseverance to walk the talk? And I love that I'm surrounded by people that absolutely do. I'm Dawn Beauparlant, head of the tech practice for WE Communications. Celebrating the work, lives, and achievements of women in Western North America, The Drum presents Exceptional Women Out West, hosted by The Drum North America Editor-at-Large, Doug Zanger. Let's go with three questions here. Okay. What do you think others believe your superpower is, and then conversely, what would you say your superpower is? Because there's two sides of the equation. Absolutely. What you believe and what other people see. Yeah. I think what other people think is your superpower depends on who you ask. I was asking my kids that question. Their answer was kindness and snuggles was my superpower. Well, that's, that, how old are your kids? Uh, they are seven, almost eight, and five. Yeah, so four and seven. So you and I will get back together in about six years okay. and see what that answer is then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I have a chance. It probably won't right. be that. Let's, yeah. let's just enjoy this now. That's put right. it in the vault. Yeah, no, that's great. No, yes. that is great. I would say the people that work closely with me would say my superpower is finding clarity or getting to the heart of the matter really quickly finding the question or answer that will move it forward, maybe mm -hmm. by inches, but somehow move it forward. It's interesting you bring that up because clarity by inches, we always try to go, you always try to just get it all in one big bite. Yeah. So it's important to understand that incremental change, no matter how small, is really important. Absolutely. Otherwise, you keep having the same conversations again and again. So that's always, I'm on the lookout for that because that means we're standing absolutely in the same place. Right. So how do you take something and just, just small pieces to move it forward? And they can be a little bit uncomfortable, but sometimes uncomfortable is good. It is, absolutely. Yes. You'd say your superpower is? Listening and observing, for sure. Mm -hmm. I am an introvert, for sure. I don't know how I found myself into PR and communications, but I did. <laughs> and now we put you here. <laughs> right. So, yeah. And then 20 years of it. Maybe I'm not an introvert anymore. I've been remade as something else. So who knows? But yeah, listening, right. observing is my thing. I, I don't talk a lot. But when I do, it's based off of what I'm hearing and seeing and observing. If you could give yourself advice on your first day of work ever, knowing what you know now, what would it be? And why would you give that advice to yourself? I think there's something to the notion that judgment is a stronger asset than people think about. I think in communications, it's not a science. There's a lot of gray area. Right. <laughs> so judgment is something I look for all the time in people that come to work for me mm -hmm. or are part of my team. And I don't hear a lot of dialogue around that always. So I think I would really hone in on that with someone to talk about. Don't lose sight of that. And being in touch with your gut kind of is all connected. Well, if you take that one step further, I mean, you think about just point of view, POV. That's right. And the fact that, and this is just me observing and this is purely anecdotal. Right. 
I think that people's POVs were a lot stronger 10 years ago because oh, really? I, yeah, because I feel like that people are a little averse to offending. Yes. You know what I mean by yes. that? And it's, it's not, I don't mean that in a destructive way, but That's right. you know, you, you sometimes get these sort of, and I still do it. It's not yeah. like something that, that I all of a sudden am great at. I'll sometimes throw out the wishy-washy POV. Sure. But it's important to have judgment, especially there's a lot at stake now with so much change in the world. And you're seeing this leading the technology practice. So Absolutely. Much. I think there's an art to being able to speak the truth in a way that doesn't offend. But sometimes you absolutely have to just go there. But right. that means that you have to be really convicted, right? You can't right. just throw that out and have it be a made-up point of view. It's you can't pull really the George be... Costanza, I'm out of here. No, right. although that'd right. be super fun to I know, have right. that happen, right? right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I think especially in fast-paced, ever-changing, here's the new dynamic, mm -hmm. you have to know where your center is and, and what your point of view is. What inspires you? What are you inspired by? Interestingly enough, I'm inspired a lot by visuals, photos, iconic photos, even what comes to me in the mail. I'm always... Wait, yes. junk mail? Even junk mail. It's, it's it, direct mail still is a thing. It, it's still effective, just ask I don't them. know, between that and the catalogs, which some of which are just beautiful these days, I'm always pulling them out, taking out pages, stuffing them in my bag. Or taking pictures of things that really? I find. I don't know why. I, I've That's super thought about, interesting. Yeah. I think maybe because we live, or, or communications, a lot of what we do is still focused on the written word and, mm -hmm. and, and that piece. Although certainly we have this whole expansive palette to be able to work with today. But there's an element of the visual kind of as sparks a lot of thought for me. For that's whatever reason. That's, it's, that's decidedly old school. And it has, it and is. That it's is. so old school. Yes. But it makes you pause a little bit, right? It does. And appreciate it. Absolutely. That's a little bit counterintuitive, you being in the technology practice. Right. So I think because it is kind of the opposite of that, how do you gain the perspective right. from something else? I always talk a lot about perspective and how do you, you're constantly in search of it because mm -hmm. it's so easy to get pulled into the belly of the beast and that's all you can see. So I guess the visual piece is getting my head up to look beyond my phone in some ways. It's interesting. So Seema Miller from David and Goliath down in, in, uh, down in L.A. Uh -huh. was talking about cognitive dissonance. Okay, yes. And that's really important Similar, yeah. to, to be able to just kind of take that and go, wow, I had no idea. No idea. That's really cool. Yeah. Let's get to the must list. Okay. What is a must do? Yeah, I think a must do is, well, anything that starts with vacation or taking time away from your job has got to be good and a must do, right? Right. But I think the point is if you can take a considerable chunk of time out of your day job and enough time to where you have space and time to disconnect and come back to it with the point of view that you're stepping into an entirely new job as mm -hmm. someone new in a different role, that that is very freeing. And for someone who has been at an agency for over 15 years at the same agency, I've been able to do that multiple times in my career and I have always found it to be liberating and fun to reimagine the job you do. You bring up a very interesting point yes. because you've been here for a very long time. I have. And sabbatical? Sabbatical. It's one of the greatest words in, in the English language. <laughs> yes. Because, and, and it's interesting because I, I take a look at, 
and it's not it's not like a young thing or an old you know yeah. a more seasoned person but seeing people kind of hop around hop around there's a lot to be said for you sticking to it yes and not just jumping around every couple of years no i mean look if there's an opportunity you obviously take it right but that time probably again gets you back into refresh mode it absolutely does and i think the thing is for me 15 years here, do I always feel like I'm in constant motion forward and always learning? Mm-hmm. And I've really, if there's never been a day where I haven't felt that. And so I do think part of it, though, is what are the ingredients to enable you to feel that way? Right. And so my times where I have taken those sabbaticals mm-hmm. or whatever form it takes really gives you that perspective we were talking about before right. and an ability to step into something new, which you just have to have the structure in place to be able to do that. What was your best sabbatical? Oh, well, I took a month off last summer and we spent a week in San Diego on the beach and we're beach bums. Yeah. That's, that's, Rode the bikes up and down the boardwalk. That's kind of nice. It was wonderful. Yeah, that's real good. Yeah. What's a must experience? Scaring the crap out of yourself every once in a while. Mm-hmm. The form it takes can be lots of different things. It can be big and small. And so it can run the gamut from a new project you take at work to some crazy adventure. Yeah. So I think about it in those terms. Right. What's, what's the craziest thing that you've done that scared the living bejesus out of you? You're from Texas. That's a Texas word, right? Oh, right. right? Living in Texas every day could be it, maybe. I don't know. No, the bejesus part. That's (laughs) the the Texas term. Right. Uh, There was another time, I think the most scared I've ever been in my life, I was whitewater rafting down the Zambezi River. That's not like a calm little... No. no. It's not small. No. Whatever the highest class of rapids are, that's what it was. Five. Yeah. I think we were at six, though, over the five, over the limit. (laughs) was what we were doing. Right. And mind you, I'm scared of whitewater rafting. So the fact that I agreed to do it. Yeah. yeah. Double diamond, right? That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I think it was because, you know, we had seen lions up close and all these things as a part of the safari. So I was feeling very, very brave. If I can do that, I can do anything in the world. A little swagger. And so we were one of the last rafts of about six going down the river and I think probably once you're in the boat and no longer close enough to the shore, they tell you, oh, wow, this is the first set of people that have been on this river since we closed it several months ago because it was way too dangerous. It will be so interesting to see how far we get down. Okay. Yeah, the word interesting. Yes. Mm. And then I watched as nearly every single boat in front of us took the first rapid and flipped themselves over to where no one was left in the boat. And these men that were twice my size were just coming up from the water with their eyes as big as the sun. And people were having to pull them back into the boat. So that that was scary. Our boat never flipped, even though everyone else's did the entire way down. There you go. Um, but I guess the message is lean into your fear, but I will never do that again. There you go. You only have to do it once once yeah, you do it. Just once is yeah, fine. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, it's not something you need to do every summer. Yes. What's a must read? Oh, I'm so into this book called Surprise. Mm-hmm. And it's about engineering the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Written by these two women. I forget their names off the top of my head, but they are basically... PhDs in surprise. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just infatuated with the notion of where, how surprise comes into being, how do you embrace it more as a superpower mm-hmm. and in all aspects of your life. 
and how it can be used in very powerful ways to change the way people think about things mm -hmm. and see the world. Totally. Surprise can be engineered. That's, that's you know, serendipity. If it's teed up right. You're not, you're not teeing it up as, this is going to be a surprise. No. This has the possibility of being surprised. Yes, and they and talk why. about how you know, the best surprises don't come at those, those moments when you're expecting it or the right. special occasions and all those things, the unexpectedness of it, even right. the smallness of it. So we think surprise is some huge thing that's orchestrated and takes you know, forever and ever. Right. It can just be those small little pieces that are most powerful. Absolutely. What is a must learn? Must learn for me is really around asking questions. I think it probably links back to my superpower of listening and observing and mm -hmm. all of those elements. But I always in my career I remember paying a lot of attention to the questions that people ask mm -hmm. and trying to soak that in. So I, I really think about it as being a connoisseur of questions and people should all <laughs> learn to be that way. I like that. Yeah. That's like boutique-y. It's a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> it's fun, though. What's the, what's the greatest question you've ever heard? Do you remember? Cause well, you had a question that you had, you had asked around. Um, well, let's not say it was a great question. I can't take I credit for that. I think that's a great question, yeah. Sometimes they're the simplest of questions. It's the question that isn't being asked mm -hmm. but needs to be. Mm -hmm. And whatever environment you're in. But I, I just think that's the, that's the way to find it. I, that's how you seek clarity, too. How do people get over their fear of asking questions? Trust your gut and know where, where you sit. Mm -hmm. Know what your point of view is mm -hmm. and be comfortable there. Are there wrong questions? Probably not. All right. I think that's an astute observation and I would agree with that. Would you? I would agree oh, with good. that. Oh, good. I'm glad. I would. <laughs>
I would take it one step further and say that when we sw- if we switch lives with somebody for a month, we'd come back to our own lives and have more gratitude towards Absolutely. it and understanding. Absolutely, you're so right. Yeah, I think that wouldn't that be great if we all did that? I think we should try that. It'd be a different world. There's got to be there's got to be a way to do it. Let's let's talk to the surprise authors. Okay, yes, we can engineer please. that. I've been one, they're in New York, so I'll, and we'll I've already them. reached we'll out to them, them for okay. a couple other things. So right, we'll point. make it happen. Fair point. Here's where I compliment you. Okay, when we great. when we do research, we always try to find yeah one or two things. Now your background is about as legit as it gets. Oh really? When, when, Good. You, when you look at when you look at your work background and Thank you just no, it's, I mean <laughs> it, you've, I don't I don't you you've been at the forefront of some very profound things, very, especially very lucky, yes. as it relates to Microsoft. Yes, absolutely. Um, and especially the leadership at Microsoft. Yes. And that's one thing that I could take a look at in the surface and say, oh, this is so awesome. And it is. That's mm-hmm. undeniably amazing and awesome. Yep. But here's what I learned about you is that you're one hell of a good storyteller. Yeah. Because you talked about these things earlier. Yes. The thing that you did not bring up was the idea of story. And it comes back time and time again from your peers mm-hmm. and from your colleagues that you're a good storyteller. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it has a lot to do with your ability to listen really well to what's going on and then be able to connect the dots between things mm-hmm. and maybe see things in something that people don't always see. And mm-hmm. so I think it starts there with a bunch of different random, complex, hard to discern, tough sometimes right, right. pieces. Right. And then being able to take all of that and find the sparkler that then brings it all to life. What's the best story you think you've ever told? Oh, wow. Or what's the best story you've ever heard? Oh, equally as good. Hard to choose just one. I feel like the points that I have really stood back and said, wow, that was so fun to be a part of, have been in the storytelling we've done around these major transitions for Microsoft and its leadership. So mm-hmm. whether that was Bill stepping back for the foundation and Steve becoming the head at Microsoft Mm -hmm. or Satya coming on board this past couple of years. Those have always been really great to be a part of. I think things that I've looked at from others in in storytelling, I'm a huge fan of the New York Times magazine, so almost every week it becomes a new favorite of mine. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I could go on about their latest Minecraft story was amazing, for example. <laughs> so I have a hard time picking one, but anything from them for the most part. Right. Yeah. We like to give everybody that we interview a chance to just say what they want to say. A little free form. You know, we're Pacific Northwest, so we like the free form thing. Okay. Without further ado, for a couple minutes, the floor is yours. A bit of a shout out to... Seattle, which I think gets underplayed a bit in terms of its awesomeness, really. And being a Texan 15 years ago and growing up in Texas and coming to Seattle, it certainly was different. But I think the level of passion, even though people sometimes say it's a little bit of muted passion, right? The passion you get from a Seattleite versus a Texan is probably quite different. But I think it's just a city that's vibrant. And I think it's a city that has so much more in store 
in terms of the path forward than people realize. And so I think it's time for people to pay a little bit more attention to the people and the places and the companies that are doing pretty amazing things. Tech included for sure, uh, but way beyond that. Like the must list, we want to throw a little more advice out at people to okay. wrap up the show. Okay. What is some wisdom or advice, the last word to wrap things up? Don't stop learning. Stay curious. Be a connoisseur of questions. I like the simplicity. Has to be simple. I like how we just wrapped it all right back up into Love one it. tidy bow. I love it. Don, thank you so much for taking the time. Real it's pleasure. It's been a pleasure.